that was the first thing I wrote in the visual section is CGI janky. It never gets better. <laughs> oh, never. no. Marty Crombu Weebs, my name is Cole, his name is Mike, his name is Jay, we like anime, and this is episode 38 of the Anime Protagonist Podcast, and on this week's episode, Jay is telling us about a shoujo manga, what? Uh, Mike is talking about the Dragon Ball Super movie, and all three of us are discussing Overlord Season 1, but before we get into any of that, Jaseph, what's on your mind? Well, uh, bust out the uh, party, party hats and the... Uh the exciting um, uh, sounds for uh, celebration because I am elite. No, I didn't get a PlayStation 5, but I did win a contest. Um, wow. Did you win a PlayStation 5? No, I didn't win a PlayStation oh, 5. That'd be pretty cool if you did. That would have been pretty cool, but... Uh, you must have won something of like equal monetary value then. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. What, what huge um, prize did you win? I won a uh, copy of the Beginning After the End comic and a signed poster by the author of, uh, of the novel and comic. Signed? Signed, yes. And? That's it. Oh. Oh, Cole's not, not impressed. I'm impressed. No, Cole's not impressed at all. <laughs> I'm hoping cool. when Cole edits this, like, he gets, like, a very, like, like uh, sad celebratory sound effect in the background. It'll be his when default I say what it crickets. Is. It'll be his crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Cole's favorite. He's nodding. Yeah, he likes the crickets. Yeah, Cole, Cole, Cole loves it. We know he loves it. Uh, no, but, like, I mean, the beginning after the end is one of my favorite um, novels and also, I guess, the comic. I haven't really read much of the comic aside from Volume 1. But uh, I do like the story, so uh, I'm I'm very happy, and I was very excited when when I found out I won. Uh, but no, nah, Jay, I'm just giving you a hard time. That's that's exciting. I know that yeah. you you're like the only person in the world who likes that. So <laughs> I I, I feel like I am because everyone I talk to is like, what is that? I think it's just like one of those one of those ones where it's like the average like 95 percent of anime fans don't go that deep. Yeah, but yeah. the people who it's... do know go that deep all really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it is a very deep cut. Niche. It's yeah. it's a bit very deep cut um, mm-hmm. within uh, within that kind of fandom. But right. uh, yeah, speaking of deep cuts within the fandom, Cole, what's on your mind? Oh, I'm switching oh, it no. up today. Oh, <laughs> switching no. it up. Oh, no. I was not ready. Well, in case everyone couldn't tell from my my lovely voice this week, I am battling. I think COVID. I I can't tell. These tests are don't really work for the new variants anymore. Uh, but that's basically what's been on my mind. I'm going to fight for my life, boys. Uh, but obviously, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, what else is on my mind? I've been playing Polybridge 2, which is basically you build bridges. It's pretty fun. And uh, yeah, my week's been pretty slow. Have you uh, been off work with this horrifying illness that you've developed? Of course I have. I, I went back... Okay, so I was at uh family cabin over the weekend and i was sharing a room with like my cousins and apparently none of them cover their mouth when they cough so they were all coughing oh nice on you? all night oh god in this, and then in this day and age they don't cover their mouth no apparently not and then i we woke up and they were all sick oh, and then god. i'm like great nice. now i know what's happening Confirmed. so uh i was off monday i went back to work on tuesday left midway through the day on tuesday I haven't been back to work since. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 
Uh, but today is the first day where I feel okay. I don't know if it's the cold medicine or or what. Uh, I'm also moving this weekend. Oh, so that's whoa. exciting. That's very exciting. Perfect time to get sick <laughs> when right. I have to lift heavy things. When you have yeah, to lift right heavy things and pack. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. We're going to try recording in person soon. So that should be fun Ooh. for the podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's what's on my mind this week. Mike, what is on your mind? On my mind is Dragon Ball Super Superhero. And oh my not, goodness. Yeah, there's two supers in the movie title. I just watched it uh, three hours ago, and it was very good, honestly. I enjoyed it a lot. It is, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more in the news later, but kind of my quick thoughts on it is it's basically exactly what I want from Dragon Ball at this mm-hmm. point in my life. It, it's goofy a little bit. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It has some really hype moments. The, it has a lot of like fan service for the old school Dragon Ball fans. Yeah. Like this, and it, this movie is refreshing too because it, like, Goku and Vegeta are almost barely in it. Like, they're only really in it for a little bit. And they have like a nice a fight in it where they actually, the rules are they're not allowed to power up. They're not allowed to use Kamehameha. They're not allowed to use any of their cool abilities. It's just a fist fight, basically. Mm. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like, it's like a throwback. It's, that, I was, that reminds me of the last time I saw you in person, Michael, when we yeah. had a fist fight. Yeah. And I put all those viruses on my knuckles and then punched you in the face. Wait. What? I was uh I was gonna say, does Goku uh, uh achieve victory by learning a new power up to uh save the day at the last possible second? Here's the thing, Goku, you only find out the winner of their fight after the credits because Ooh, it's their fight only. Post credits Goku scene. and Vegeta are legitimately in this movie for maybe maybe ten minutes, mm. and then the rest of it's like the rest of it's yeah, just yeah. Dragon like, Ball uh, Z's got like a huge cast of characters. Yeah, yeah. it's all but about. They always uh, focus on them. This one's all about Gohan and Piccolo and like them kind of it's kind of cool because it's kind of how they got gohan back into the series it's the gohan redemption arc yeah finally yeah finally which i feel like they've been foreshadowing in super for quite a while oh i i i sound i sound very interested i don't know that much about dragon ball so i'm just kind of like smiling and nodding here just going like uh uh-huh 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you're too young. You're like a little boy. No, little like Dragon Ball. Boy. Dragon Ball was a thing when I was a kid. It was just not something I watched as uh, as excitedly as you guys did. Yeah, kind of as we've talked before, it's sort of it doesn't really hold up in modern day. You kind of had to have grown up with it when Dragon Ball Z yeah. was at its peak. Yeah, I would say, mm-hmm. which is why I like this movie because it's kind of it almost acknowledged that like its best days are behind it, and it kind of just like here's some stuff you you're gonna like, old guy. And it had <laughs> old and man. The coolest part was this one kind of centers on uh Gohan's uh daughter quite a bit. And uh mm. Pan? I can't remember. Pan, yeah. Pan plays like a pretty decent role in it. And like some of like the hypest moments are like involving her, and which just kind of like factors into my old guy brain, which is like the average Dragon Ball fan at this point, is also an old guy, like around childbearing age. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's just nice to see that, like the parenting. Goku is the best dad in the series, by the way. Him or Vegeta. Goku's a terrible dad. Goku's a terrible yeah, dad. Goku's a terrible dad. <laughs> so, wait, did I say Goku or Piccolo? You said Goku or Vegeta. Yeah. Oh, I meant Piccolo. Piccolo or Vegeta are the best dads in this series. <laughs> Goku's horrible. So what what was that about? I remember like when Dragon Ball Super first started, uh, there was like this thing where Goku and Vegeta had mustaches or something. Mm, I think that was pretty early in the show and they might have only had it for like a minute. Yeah, I don't really remember that. You don't remember that? Okay, it was just I a just, gag. I just remember yeah. it being like a super popular meme when it first came out, and then like it went away like real Super's, quick. 
done some weird stuff just for gags because it's honestly like a gag action yeah. show yeah. at this point so yeah it could be the other cool thing i'm going to say right before we go to the news is that it's neat that they did this entire movie in cg and it doesn't mm. look bad 95 percent of the time no cg's come a long way yeah but to, for the five percent of the time that it looks bad does it look really bad no it's just like awkward looking i guess <clears throat> okay well okay. that's not bad then yeah yeah well you, you i have know a fact what else for you bad? boys oh i have a fact oh Let you do state my fact yes okay okay did you know that Captain Crunch's full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch? <laughs> and mm-hmm. his ship is called the SS Guppy. The oh, SS I Guppy. That. I mean, what else would it be called? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. SS, SS Crunch? Crunch? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't go with the obvious choice. Yeah. Um, I am foregoing my... N- oh, sorry. I didn't give you a chance to play the drop for the news. Live from Annie Pro Studios. The news. Okay, okay, we got a new drop for the news. I wasn't told about this. Yeah, no, neither of us were informed of this. (laughs) This was my big reveal I was talking about. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that the music was still in it. Good job, man. Yeah, yeah. Not not as hype on this one, I guess. I guess we will not use it. No, no, I was just, it's unexpected. Mike, I got COVID. Give me a break. Allegedly. (laughs) Uh, I am foregoing my news story this week because we got lots of game stuff. We got uh, lots of other stuff. So I will motion to Jay to say, say, take it away, Jay. Oh, okay. Um, First up in the news, uh, a shoujo manga uh, called Romantic Killer is getting an uh, an anime adaptation. Uh, Netflix Japan announced this on Tuesday that Watari Momose's uh, manga um, uh, is getting an anime and shared a teaser as well as the main cast, staff, OP artist, and promotional art. Uh, Rie Takahashi and uh, Mikako Komatsu are set to star in this adaptation as Anzu Hoshino and Lily, respectively. Um, and uh, the story... I like Rie Takahashi. I'm, yeah, who doesn't? Come on. Stop saying it, the name, because every time you say the name, I have to edit into the YouTube video. Rie Takahashi. Rie Takahashi. Short synopsis of the uh, plot. Uh, When gamer Anzu gets transported to a world of hot guys, it's like she's in a dream. Someone else's dream. High schooler Anzu Hoshino has a great life. Every day she plays video games, pigs out on snacks, and pets her beloved cat. But this blissful existence is turned into a confusing mess when a magical creature transports her to an altered reality uh, uh, bereft of her favorite things. Now she's stuck with hot guys instead. How could she possibly survive in such an awful world? Anzu must play along with this altered reality before she can return to her normal life. So she begrudgingly begrudgingly makes friends with Tsukasa Kazuki. He unfortunately happens to be one of the hottest and most popular guys at school. And what's worse, she realizes that he might not even be that bad of a person. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, like, you know, typical shoujo fair. Can you even imagine being hot? And yeah. not a horrible person. And not a horrible person. I, I can't. I can't even crazy. begin to fathom that idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a horrible person. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm just hot. <laughs> honestly, it is pretty hot in Jay's studio right now. Yeah. So yeah. I, I too, am hot. It's That's warm. what you meant by hot guys, right? Like it's just really yes. warm where they yeah. are. Yeah. Like on yeah. fire. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There's no AC yeah. in the. Well, like oh, I said, yeah, they're scalding. It's she's living a nightmare. So all these guys are on fire. Oh, that is horrifying. Oh, Almost no. like uh, Fire Punch by Chainsaw Man author there. Yeah. He's just on fire the whole time. Yeah, uh, or Fire will... Force. 
Yeah, or Fire Force. I will say, mm -hmm. too, when you're reading out this one, for some reason, my brain, every time you said hot guys, heard it as hawk eyes. I like, knew you were going to say that because I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. I was like, I hope they don't misunderstand that. Like the Marvel <laughs> superhero. Yeah, a bunch of Jeremy Renner. <laughs> that would be a good manga, too, actually. That would be a good manga. Um, but Momose's manga started on Shonen Jump Plus in July 2019 and run until its 39th chapter in June of 2020. Uh, if you want to pick up the manga, Viz licensed it in English, and the first volume is scheduled to release on October 4th. So you can also pick it up and uh, read it um, along with or before watching the anime. So that's awesome. Yeah. Always glad to have more shoujo. We don't really get yeah. enough of it, I feel like, anymore. Yeah. Need more shoujo. Yeah. Yes, agreed. Speaking of shoujo, Mike, I think you have a very popular shoujo uh, piece of news you want to talk about. Yes, I will be talking about the all-time popular shoujo anime known as dragon ball dragon <laughs> ball super superhero has finally landed in theaters in north america and in doing so i guess and north america and the world yeah <laughs> uh, and in doing so it has become the number one movie this past weekend so two weekends ago when you were listening to this the film hit theaters around the world following its Jap japanese release earlier this year and box office numbers have revealed that the sh that the show oh sorry i read the i wrote this really weirdly box office numbers have revealed which show just how profitable the return of the red ribbon army has become so far the movie has pulled in over 50 million dollars us dollars worldwide with 20.1 million of that coming in just north america just in the opening weekend so that's pretty good that's pretty absolutely good insane considering that uh august and september are traditionally like dump months for studios where they dump like films that aren't going to do very well it's pretty good that it's getting people to go actually sit in the hot theater these yeah. days including me today earlier today yeah with all of one other person in the theater with me which was oh, nice. it was just you and one other guy <laughs> it's my it favorite way to watch a movie hear this hear, listen to this though it was me and one other guy i bought my ticket earlier there's no no tickets sold i picked the exact middle of the theater at like two rows back from the middle okay mm -hmm. which i consider like that's prime movie theater spot yeah yeah where do you think the only other person in this movie theater decided to sit Right next right beside to you. you. They sat in the very first row. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> when they sat down, when they walked in, I'm like, oh, of course, they're going to be right next to me. And then they go and sit in the front row. I'm like, what do you do? What is going on? That another, is Another thing I don't psychopath. understand, why, why don't they, like, even if they booked their seat to be there, why didn't they, like, move if they realized, like, oh, the theater's empty. I can probably no, sit when you buy the when you buy the ticket, you pick your seat in advance. Where well, we right, are, so. but like, if it's empty, then like, who cares? I know, but he could have just bought the ticket for one of the empty seats, which was all yeah. of them. Yeah, if he I didn't guess. want to sit there, he would have picked a he different wanted, seat. He, he wanted to, sit, to there. sit there. That was that was a choice. Um, he made a choice. Maybe he didn't like stairs. I don't know. Maybe maybe anyway. he was being like COVID cautious and trying to like sit away from all the other people, be assuming that more people would get a ticket. Well, then you want to sit right at the very back because then air flows down, right? Right, but more nuts. people, less people sit at the front than at the back. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the $50 million that this movie has made so far uh, is going to need to go quite a while further, though, because it doesn't even come close to Jujutsu Kaisen, which is sitting at over $160 million worldwide. And it's not even going to come close to the number one film, which is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Honestly, just a titan in the industry at this point, uh, which, pu which pulled in $450 million. I don't think anything's going to beat that for a long time, honestly. Because I think that beat Spirited Away, and nothing beat Spirited Away for a really long time. Mm -hmm. No, that's... Those are big boy numbers. Yeah, those are, those yeah. are heavy hitters. Yeah. And 
Toei's also got another heavy hitter too, just to throw a little sidebar on the end of this. Uh, this August, they released One Piece Film Red, and it has officially passed $73 million, which is over 10 billion yen at the Japanese box office. This movie hasn't even released worldwide yet, and it's made $73 million. That's that's pretty crazy. And then yeah. the movie is also going to debut in the rest of the world this fall. So we'll, you people in North America will be able to watch it, presumably in sub and dub, I would imagine, because Crunchyroll is you- putting it out. Are you planning on going to see it, Mike? Oh, I will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you know what? I don't think I can, actually, because I think it spoils some stuff that's current. And I don't know it if it'll be current It does spoil some Wano stuff. Yeah, I don't think I'll be able to. So, yeah. I'm going to have to catch up. If you do catch up and you want to go, I would 100% go with you because I do want to see this film. Yeah. Or go see it by yourself. Honestly, like, there's... I've never understood why people won't go see movies by themselves. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going... Like, I'm going regardless. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. 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 I would love Jay, to why don't you just you. go see it by yourself? <laughs> I will try to catch up so I can go with you, Jay. Awesome, awesome. No I'd promises. love to. Cole, you should, you should do, you, should, you should catch up too, so we can. I was all just go gonna together. say, I was just gonna say, you guys aren't even gonna ask me. <laughs> I no. ask you. I yeah, won't now. No. Yeah, I've heard because enough I, I slander. I thought of you. Well, I, not hard I enough because I got some things to say about One Piece, boys. And here we go. Okay. Into Jay's game corner. Welcome to the game corner. I will not stand for any One Piece slander. Jay, <laughs> played that to Jay's right game over corner. all of my slander. I had so much slander to throw. <laughs> well, you can throw it against a wall because that's where it'll stick. Uh, welcome to Jay's Game Corner. <laughs> like we have a little bit of news noodle. for you this week. Um, and we're just going to jump right into it with our head uh, with our headliner. Um, guys, do you know who uh, Masahiro Sakurai is? Not yet, but I got a feeling no. I'm about to. No? Nope. Well... Masahiro Sakurai uh, is the director of the Super Smash Brothers series and also the creator of Kirby. Uh, and so he has a very long history with uh, working on Nintendo games and, and different things like that. Um, and he recently opened a YouTube channel basically going over um, different topics on game design. So he did one on like frame rate. He did one on the impact of like stopping, um, like stopping everything when you get or when you're like about to die to kind of emphasize the impact of it um he's done like his um his thought process on on making the original kirby and original draft stuff uh, basically just like talking about his own um thoughts on game design and what is really good or like what what can help young people who want to get into game design um to learn his uh things he's experienced in 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 the uh in in his career, which is pretty cool. Um, they're like five, six minute videos. And he's, he says that he's going to do like a couple of weeks. So, um, definitely go check him out. Um, very, very, very cool. Um, and if you like gaming and stuff like that, uh, I, I definitely check it out. Even if you're not a smash fan, uh, it's just cool videos on, on gaming and making games. So that's cool. Yeah. Video games, video games. What's, What's them all about? What's them all about? And uh, how how to make them? Very I'm, very cool. I'm not a gamer, but that sounds interesting. I might watch some of that. I'm assuming it's going to be translated and not just yes, Google so he like d- the there YouTube auto translate. Yes, so he does have two different channels. He has an English channel, which is basically just like him speaking and then subtitles, uh, and then there's a Japanese version, which is just him talking with no subtitles. So uh, oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, kind of like how they um, do the Pokemon ones, sorta. 
Kind of, yeah. Like, uh, if you watched his uh, directs talking about the new characters coming to Smash, it's basically just like that. Nice. Yeah. Um, but that started a couple days ago on the uh, 23rd um, and has been going for a couple, a uh, little bit now. Um, and they're just really short, really cool videos. And if you're interested in, in game design and want to take a look into that, definitely check them out. Because we have to promote small indie developer Masahiro Sakurai, the creator or the creator of Kirby. Yeah, yeah, no, he needs our support for sure. <laughs> he needs our support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Absolutely. know who else needs our support? Uh, PlayStation. Yes, Sony. Yes, agreed. Uh, Sony desperately needs your help because they need the extra twenty bu- twenty dollars uh, for a PlayStation Five because they have been raising the prices of the PlayStation 5 in various countries around the world. Um, thank you, Michael. Thank, thank you, you, Mike. We needed that uh, <laughs> We needed that drop. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm not giving them a penny more because mm-hmm. I already have a PS5. Cole, That's how about right. you? Are you giving them a penny more? Not a, even a nickel because there's no pennies anymore in Canada. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. They won't even get an extra loony out of me because I already have a PlayStation 5. I am elite. Jay? That's good. They're not getting a, a penny out of me for another couple years because I do... <laughs> oh, jeez. I do not plan to get a PS5, especially now that they have increased the prices. Oh, how dare um, they increase the price by they? $20. $20 by <laughs> this economy? $600 console. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's um, been a lot of backlash about this. And, yeah, uh, people... they basically, uh, just for a quick uh, comment, they said the global economic environment is a challenge that many of us ha- around the world are no doubt experiencing, and they're seeing high global inf- uh, inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, Sony Entertainment Amer- uh, um, Sony Interactive Ata- Inter- Entertainment has made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price of PlayStation 5s in selected markets across Europe, the Middle East, Africa, uh, the Asian Pacific, Latin America, as well as Canada. Um, so there won't be a price increase in the US, but uh, the current prices for the PS5 um, w- uh, in Europe uh, is $549.99. Uh, $549. Is that euros? Gotta be Europe. Uh, euros. Yes. It's gotta be euros. That's... Yeah. Okay. Uh, five forty nine ninety nine euros for the uh um disc version, and then four forty nine ninety nine for the digital. For the UK, it'll be four seventy nine ninety nine. I believe that's pounds. Uh, and then three eighty nine ninety nine for the digital. Uh, Japan's will not be changing until September fifteenth. So you still have a little bit of time if you're in Japan. Um, for all of our Japanese listeners, going up to sixty thousand four hundred seventy eight yen. Uh, for the disc and forty nine thousand four hundred seventy eight for the digital, four thousand two hundred ninety nine yuan in uh, for the disc in China and three thousand four hundred ninety nine for the digital. Australia is going up to seven ninety nine ninety five uh, Australia dollars in uh, for the disc and six forty nine ninety five for the digital. Um, fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Uh, Mexican dollars. Jay, Jay. Come on, we don't need to know. <laughs> okay, okay, we need um, to put effective immediately. We're putting in a ban on Jay reading off lists of numbers on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You could have added me in the dock. Come on, man. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry to derail you. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Um, you, you you could have stopped me when I started. You know. Well, I was I was I didn't realize you're gonna read every I... single one. Well, when I started at the top, what did you think? Anyway, what, regardless, um, they are rec- increasing their prices, and uh, yeah, it sucks. On yeah, to the mailbag. Didn't you have one more thing? 
Uh, did I? I might have. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> yes. We really I derailed, derailed myself. Yeah. Uh, the Game Awards will be streamed live on December 8th, 2022. Um, just n- not really huge news, but uh, just getting a, a date um, for when we're going to see the Game Awards is really exciting. Yeah. And um, yeah. I so actually look like to the Game Awards. Those are, I don't mind watching that. It's usually pretty fun. I yeah. feel like with that one too, like sometimes the awards almost feel like they don't they don't feel right. And this one, it actually seems like the, the thing games that win the awards actually deserve them. So I, I kind of yeah. like them too. No, absolutely. Yeah, because it's not really like it's an industry-based award. Like we talk about the Crunchyroll Awards and like they are one company within yeah. the industry. So yeah. that kind of makes it a little weird. Mm, yeah. yeah. This is more independent, I guess. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, now let's go to the mailbag. Time for the mailbag. Jay, I'm sorry we had to stop you, but we had to stop the madness. We had it's to. Okay. There was too many numbers. Oh, no, it's okay. Like Zach Galifianakis. We have limited brain capacity, and it was destroying my brain, hearing so many numbers so fast. Eh, it's all right. Kratos wants to know, with Overlord as the topic for this episode... Good job listening, by the way, Kratos. Coming out with a good mailbag for this specific episode. Uh, he's, always, he's always ready. Just the goat of the mailbag, really. Anyway, they want to know, number one, who is your favorite floor guardian? And can someone refresh me which ones are the floor guardians? Is that like the shawl tier and stuff Shal-tier, like that? Shawl yeah, that's Albedo, like all the... Demiurge, Cocutus, Mare, those, and... Those twins. The twins, Mare, uh, the and... butler guy that looks like a regular guy. He's not guy. a floor guardian. He's not? He's not a floor guardian. No. No, yeah, oh. he's, a, he's one of the butlers, or one of the maids. Yeah. Uh, oh. I'll go first, because mine's going to be super normie here. My <laughs> yeah. best uh, floor guardian is Shaltir, and my best maid is uh, the one that's in the second arc of the show. What's her name? Nabe? <laughs> Nabe. <laughs> yeah. Nab- Nabaral Gam- Gamma, or whatever her name is. Yeah. 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 Jay? Um, oh, yeah, sorry, you, there was two other questions, we just kind of skipped over them. Best girl from Overli- Overlord, oh. we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. And uh, the best Pleiades member, the Battle Maids. Who's yeah. the best Battle Maid? Yeah. yeah. So, um, favorite... go in order. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Well, you said your maid. Yeah, you did say his maid. Anyway. Oh, uh, sorry, my brain is hurting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that, yeah, I skipped a total no I th- question I think yeah. I think all of our brains are just kind of mush right now. I get the okay. feeling. So basically, since we're skipping best girl, you guys just need to give your best guardian of the floors and best battle maid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give the uh, the most basic of basic answers because uh, that's how I am. Um, favorite floor guardian is Albedo. And mm-hmm. best uh, Pleiades member is uh, same as Mike. But mm-hmm. I don't think, Al- is Albedo a uh, floor guardian? I thought she was like... Yeah, the- she, she? she's okay. like the commander of the floor guardians. Yeah, she's okay. the, the leader of the floor yeah. guardians, yeah. Okay. Um, for floor guardian, I'm going to say Shaltier, like Mike. If we were to include area guardians, I got to go with my boy, Pandora's actor. He's the best. Oh, he's, all- <laughs> That's all- he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's a great choice. Uh, but he's not a floor guardian, so yeah. I can't pick him. Shaltier, then. Uh, Pleiades member, I'm going to go off the beaten path. I forgot that this wasn't really addressed in the season at all when I suggested this one. But uh, hold on. Regina, Lupus. No, Lupus, Regina, Beta is the best one. I think I, the, that, the name rings one. A, that name rings a bell. <laughs> of course, it's the wolf one. Uh, she, was, she was the one uh, when they go back to that village 
at the end of the season, she's there already. Oh, and yes. That's why I yeah, recognize her. it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Okay. And then we have a second mailbag here from Dazed Bunny, and they want to know, what is, in your opinion, the most underrated anime that we haven't watched yet? Meaning something that you think people don't hype up enough, even though you haven't watched it. That's a tricky question, actually. That is a tricky one. I had to scroll yeah. through my, like, planning to watch list. Yeah. And there is one that I've been, like, meaning to watch for a while, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Kaiba? Okay. Kaiba? It's like a sci-fi one. Um, I think it's by Studio... Hold on. Oh, no, it's Madhouse. But the director is uh, uh, Masaiki Yuasa. Yuasa. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He, put it yeah. Out, he puts out good stuff. Yeah. Uh, you'd recognize it if you saw it. If you saw it, you'd know which one I'm talking about. I'll go with that one, though. A lot of people don't talk about it, uh, but apparently it is a, quote, masterpiece. Jay, do you have one or do you want me to go? Um, I've been thinking about this, and I think I do have one. Um, mine would be Crest of the Stars. Um, I recommended this to Cole a little while ago. Uh, it's a True, space opera novel um, that became an anime, and uh, I've, I've only heard good things about uh, Crest of the Stars. Um, but I haven't seen it. It's done by Sunrise. So, uh, you know, Sunrise does Gundam, right? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yep. space opera, uh, anime done by Sunrise. I mean, where can Maybe you go I should wrong watch there? this. Maybe I should watch this. Jay, can you send that to me after the thing so I can put it on my yeah, watch list? Sure. Sure. I'm going to put for mine that I have not watched that I think needs more love is a place further than the universe. I know Cole really mm. likes this show. And I know I'm going to mm -hmm. like it when I eventually watch it. Also by Studio Madhouse, which is, this is fitting because they also did Overlord Season 1. Oh, uh, How about that? How uh, about them apples? Yeah, I just, it, this show I've heard nothing but good things about, but I haven't, just haven't found the time to watch it yet. Because it's not dubbed. And, oh. uh, Cole, it's a good show, right? It's a very good show. Yeah. I've been meaning to rewatch it. And with but that. I have gotten around to it. I think we've answered our whole mailbag. Jay, do you have a weekly question this week? Um, yeah, uh, let's go with, if you could identify with any villain in anime, or, uh, which anime, or which anime villain do you most identify with? That was the question. There you go. Um, so please feel go. free to answer that question on yeah. our Twitter, in our Instagram, or on our Discord. Or in the YouTube comments. Or in the YouTube comments, you can do that too. Or just stand outside my new house and scream <laughs> it at me. He likes being screamed at. He does. He Only does. nice things, though next thing yes what do you guys say we pause our conversation here go get some refreshing beverages and then come back and talk about over let's do it i'm okay. i'm in agreement okay let's go on an um break break tell you, listener, Mike Algone does not know defeat. You aren't facing one supreme being, but three. The might of Annie Pro stands before you now. <laughs> Sorry, but you are destined to fail before this battle even started. And welcome to our review of Overlord <laughs> Season 1. 
we're going to be talking about the OP slash ED, then going into the sound and voice acting, going into the visuals of the show, and then we're going to have some spoiler-free thoughts, and then there will be a spoiler warning for you, listener. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk plot, characters, best boy, best girl, all this kind of stuff you really want to hear. The nitty-gritty of it. Cole, take yeah. over this from me, please, for the love of goodness. <laughs> Then we will provide our ending thoughts, and of course, we will assign a character type to this anime. You know the drill if you've listened to our animes before. We're going to do this a little bit differently, though. We're going to try not to go one episode at a time to make this flow a little bit better, and we'll just discuss the arcs of the show. Uh, But let's start, as Michael said, with the OP and the ED for Overlord Season 1. What did everyone think of these songs? And Can I have a animation? Uh, I'm gonna have a little bit of a hot take here. I feel I don't know your guys' thoughts on it. Yo, this the OP took a little bit to grow on me. Actually, I've seen the nothing song but or, love or the... for the OP for this show. Kind of the whole thing is it the song okay. and the uh, the like the, the music video. I guess is what you'd call it. Yeah, I think the first OP is probably the weakest of of the four OPs okay. for the show. Mm. <clears throat> I like, like it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But it's not great. You know what I mean? But like the song Let's, does, it definitely does grow on you. Season three slaps. Season three season slaps. Season four is really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, season one, yeah, it's kind of the weakest one. Honestly, honest. I prefer it over season twos. Really? I like season yeah. twos. Like, don't get me wrong. I like them all, but just, uh, just personal taste, I think season one is slightly better. Okay. Mm. It might just be like the song, maybe. Uh, for my notes here, I wrote kind of generic isekai visuals carried by the song IMO, in my opinion, yeah. is what that means. <laughs> oh, and then I wrote, you. yeah. And then I also wrote that I like the bright colors. There's, they, yeah. wrote, they, put the, they put the text in like such bright colors. I liked it. I didn't. Yeah. So I'm going to be a contrarian here. The text was the one thing that like ruined the OP for me. Oh, um, I think like if it was just the music video without the text, it would have been a lot better. It just like felt like it didn't have a place in that, uh, in in that music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, text is important. Text. Yeah, it just it implementation just feel is like, important in OPs. Yeah, and it it didn't feel like it, it matched at all. Mm. I don't agree with you, but I think it's probably best we just kind of leave that there. Like I I I think the show has so many like unique kind of bombastic characters that it kind of fits to have the bright visuals mixed with like the kind of the dark imagery of the show too Mm, yeah yeah Uh, it's mainly it just feels like that text was slapped over top rather than like integrated into it okay okay yeah yeah makes sense what about the ed the ed was just a slideshow (laughs) i I wrote slideshow at least it zooms and pans quite a bit and has some nice albedo art on yeah that art's really good (laughs) the art is really good art for these eds are really good the song yep for for all you overlord fans this song is not good i don't like like this song i like this song i don't like the stream of consciousness lyrics it's got going on it sounds like a bad rap i don't like this song there's better ones yeah, it is I know. Within Ride. I know. Yeah. So are all the OPs and stuff too, though. Like, was no, it? the it's all, this OP, no. no, this OP isn't Myth and Ride. No, but it's the same composer. Myth and Ride is just a composer and one of the singers. Yeah. Oh. That okay. composer composes all of the OPs and the EDs for this one. That's so your it's basically of the Myth day. and Ride. No, there oh, we go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. 
Yeah, I actually but, wrote uh, song is a bop triple L by myth and Royd. <laughs> and then yeah. I wrote uh pretty good for a sli- basically a slideshow ED. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's not like usually I skip the slideshow ones and this one I was fine with watching Albedo. Well, basically it's yeah. The slideshow works if the art is like really good. <laughs> yeah. And there's, yeah. There's enough motion and stuff going on that it's not distracting, but it also isn't like boring to look at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of Albedo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's like I think some glitchy stuff going on, and kind of I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't. It held my interest more than a normal slideshow one would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did the sound hold your interest, Michael? I thought the music was quite good. It, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree as well. The, I, I love the dark feel of like basically whenever Eins is like doing something crazy on screen, it like it's like very not like choir, but like. I don't know how yeah, to describe like, it. Yeah. You know, you know what, you like know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it did a good job. It did a really good job of, honestly, like, if you took any of the songs on their own, none of them are super special. They're probably, like, basically generic yeah. songs, you know what I mean? In yeah. the soundtrack. But the way, they just used them really well. Madhouse did a good job of, like, kind of making, yeah, making it to emphasize scenes in the, yeah. stuff, in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It was bombastic when it needed to be. It was kind of silly and lighthearted when it needed to be Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like every track really fit the scene really well Mm -hmm. yeah 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 oh for sure and then uh for voice acting this is where i'm very interested to see if michael preferred the sub or the dub because honestly the dub voices in this are pretty spot on like the dub for the show is pretty good except for one notable exception so i'm uh, i I know that who hasn't Heard the dub? I guess so. Yeah. Probably. I, yeah. yeah. Usually, okay. usually for reviews, what I'll do is I'll kind of like I'll watch episode one dubbed, then two I'll p- probably flip to the sub, and then three I'll kind of like pick which one I'm not sure on, and then watch that one. So this show I watched in sub because I thought the dub sucked. Really? Yeah, I was not into the dub at all. Actually, for I like the I liked some of the like Albedo's voice actor is really good. Albedo was I'll good, g- and Ein's Algone was also very good. Yeah, everybody I'll else was kind of too because I really he was he had that range that yeah he needed. Yeah, yeah. I really liked uh, Ein's sub voice, like his Japanese voice. So like, I hope that it at least matches up to that. Yeah, yeah he does a good similar job. but I, different. I, I, yeah, I would almost okay. say I'd say it's equal in terms of like quality because like it it just doesn't translate. Just the way you talk, it's going to sound differently no matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is the same feel. It all is good. He's a good voice actor and everything. The one that really made me stop watching the dub was Clementine when she came in. Oh, really? Because oh. it's just not good. Her but, and her Japanese voice is like so it's creepy so good. and yeah. yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Well, we'll get to that in the plot section, but yeah, that the, was. I, I was actually watching it, and I made my wife watch a little clip. I like flipped between dub and sub on that on that episode and then i was like we just kind of like both looked at each other and we're like what was that and then we just <laughs> continued to watch just in sub yeah i'm uh, that's surprising to me that uh, yeah, that's why that's why i was holding it back because you guys asked me a few times in our discord by the way come to our discord link is in description <laughs> uh that, that's why i was holding it back because you were asking me whether i watched this one dub or sub because i had a feeling that i would be surprising with my choice on that one. I did not expect you to like the dub. Actually, that was the bigger take. What did you, uh, what else did you like about it? 
Well, I just remembered the the voice acting was pretty good, except except for uh, Pandora's actor. Oh, I didn't his, hear him dubbed. Like, the, well, the sub is obviously uh, Mamoru Miano. Okay. And he just like full send, like he just yeah. gives it his all. He's the best. Oh. Uh, but the the dub, like, I'll have to show you guys. There's a video, like, comparison between the two. It just doesn't match at all. Like, world item changing the world with immense power, showing the greatness. Of- yeah, didn't even so, try. No, no, it's yeah. it's not good. And yeah, the the sub voice for him is the best. Yes, yeah. did. Did uh, any sub voice actor stand out to you, Jay, in this show? Um, I mean, Momonga's, uh, I, I mean, like, it, it, it just really fit the character, and I loved the duality of, yeah. uh, like, when he's, uh, like, when he's playing the role of Einzel Gaon, uh, and when he's, like, his, uh, actual self, um, like, I, I, I like the duality of that. Um, Albedo was really good, uh, just, like, from when she goes to, like, Servant to full-on, like, borderline yandere crazy. hmm Yeah, Albedo for her was love great. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, they kind of, like, Shaltier kind of gets like that, too, but, um, yeah, I don't oh. know, like, I mean, they were all good. Uh, Clementine was definitely really good, um, and then also, uh, Pandora's actor was, like, amazing yeah. yeah i will give i will give props too as well for shaltier uh and just she, she speaks uh like her voice patterns are based on like a red light district lady from like like the a olden Yara? times oh yeah. okay yeah yeah so she speaks like that uh oh like a courtesan mm-hmm yeah. okay so gotcha. she, that's why she kind of speaks very like flowy and stuff shaltier stands out to me as well for like yeah, yeah. the voice acting. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually yeah. thought she kind of actually stole the show a little bit from Albedo. A little bit. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I can I can understand that take. Yeah. But I think that's yeah. basically all there is to the, the voice acting at this point. I just wrote uh, that Shaltier, Albedo, Clementine stood out in the sub. And then mm-hmm. Clementine mm-hmm. for bad reasons in the dub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I remember watching the dub when I first watched the show, and I thought it was serviceable, but maybe yeah. I didn't have the... I, I would say it's serviceable. It's just, like, mainly the, the background characters and, like, the the characters you know aren't going to last very long in this show. Mm-hmm. They kind of, you can tell they just got, like, hey, somebody walking by, can you come here and quickly record a line for this? And, like, yeah. you, you can tell. Just, just like, guy on the street, like, yeah. hey, uh, we, we, need, we need a line for our, our show. Oh, what show is it? D- don't worry about it. Just yeah. say, say yeah. it. It's kind of going to be a running theme for my little review here that I think this show suffered from... I don't think they thought it was going to be a hit when they made it, so I don't think they gave it as big of a budget as it needed. Yeah, I think and that's... Yeah kind of shows in the visuals too we're kind of going into the visuals here yeah i think that's kind of the one of the charms of the show though is that the cgi in it is so so atrociously ugly (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah yeah that was the first thing that stood out that was the 
first thing I wrote in the visual section is CGI janky. It never gets better. <laughs> oh, never. no. Because the, the next thing I wrote was... In. The next thing I wrote was hoping it gets better with later seasons because of no. budget and technology improving. Oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So you just is gotta this... you just gotta let that roll over you. This this oh. is why Madhouse never does more than one season. Was it of, did Madhouse do the, the follow ups or no? Yeah. 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 They yeah. They're still all. doing it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is like yeah, Madhouse this... is like one show that they lean back on now. Yeah, this yeah. show is definitely carried by like good world building and cool story. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. visually it's pretty whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the one part. I that's why I kind of felt like the budget was a low or something because it's just like there's so many things where it just feels like they could do so much more with this, mm-hmm. but they just didn't. The one thing I did like is it because and it also seemed like Madhouse knew what they were doing when they were actually like drawing it all up. They just didn't have enough time or whatever to actually animate it. Because like when you yeah. look at like the setting and stuff and like all the characters, the characters look great. They all look good. They all are like interesting mm-hmm. character designs and stuff. The yeah. the way they use like light and the sky and sunsets and stuff like that and all the lighting and all that looks really good. And it like and I mean the the art the in the light novel is like phenomenal. Like if you look at I've the light that. novel art, like holy. So like yeah. they really had great d- art and uh, character design to work with. So yeah. that really doesn't surprise me. Um, but like I'm thinking, I'm wondering if because Madhouse also did season one of One Punch Man and season one of Overlord came out the same year. I'm wondering if like they oh. had a B team work on this while could be. Uh, the main the main Madhouse guys were working on One Punch Man. Yeah, that could be it. The big boys were working on One Punch Man. Yeah, because One Punch yeah. Man came out like right after this the season that this aired. Yeah, yeah, that that makes that sense. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean the CGI is noticeable for sure. Yeah, that dragon is. in the, the second half was particularly <laughs> the dragon. You mean the was... two dragons. Yeah, yeah. The skeletal uh, dragons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When when I was watching uh, no that, I was Jake? like, this is like the Overlord equivalent of Kaiba summoning his two or his three <laughs> blue eyes white dragons. Yeah, it, it totally was. Yeah, yeah. You no, like one definitely. dragon. Well, how about two? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's so many good moments. Honestly, like, and it, the CG was janky, but like, I didn't hate it at the same time. You're right. It is kind of like charming in a weird way. It is a little charming. That's kind of like a really weird way. Yeah. It's thing. Like, Overlord has bad CG. Yeah. For like zombies and skeletons and stuff. Yeah. It seems mm -hmm. like they don't even try sometimes, too, because they'll put like the Death Knight right next to Einzau Gon, and it's like, (laughs) You can tell that's CG. You can tell it's not as good. Yeah. You, why is it right next to this like well-drawn yeah. character? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. Uh, for character designs, I guess, too, like, we can go into them. Like, everybody looks good. Everybody looks yeah. cool, you know? They yeah. have a cool character yeah. design. They look good. Yeah. And they're moving. But, yeah. Which, yeah. I think, big like, robe. The, the, like, cool character design was, like, the point. Yeah. They're all, like, to, they're all, to, like made by... You got to remember all these NPCs, all of the the floor they're, guardians they're and stuff were all created by essentially people, people like gamers. us. Gamers. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. gamers. Weebs. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah, they all look cool. Yeah. Spoiler well, free thoughts. Yeah. Uh I guess I'll go first. Basically, sure. I I think this is a really cool take on an isekai uh as a genre. Like it's if you're sick of isekai, which is kind of I think why this show maybe didn't get enough love when it came out because people were so sick of isekai at the time 
Uh, this show actually does isekai well. It d takes all the the things that people don't like about isekai and actually does it in a good way. Like, there's a reason for this isekai world. There's a reason he was isekai. It all makes sense. It all flows. It it doesn't do a lot of. Uh, it does a good job of showing you and not telling you. Mm -hmm. and stuff like that all the characters are super memorable watch this show if you want just like kind of a fun not i want to say like goofy but that's maybe the wrong word it's just a fun romp through like an isekai world mm -hmm. with like an interesting cast of characters that's what this show really is about yeah for sure yeah. it's definitely yeah. carried by yeah uh, memorable fun characters there's and a reason well, it's not yeah. a 10 out of 10 though it's yeah 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 what are your thoughts gentlemen jacef uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I did enjoy the show, and I think, Mike, you basically covered it. Like, it's it's a great um, it, it's a great take on Isekai that uh, sets itself apart. It's not like overpowered character gets reincarnated, and then all the women fall over him, and, uh, and like, he gets to live out his uh, Isekai fantasy bro, and everything is good. Like, I mean, um, <laughs> there is more intrigue to it, and... There is like the world building's great. Um, the idea of him like, I w without spoiling it, like his something goes on with like his personality that I f found yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Um, and like the intrigue of how that carries over to future seasons really interested me. Um, and just like the world itself. Uh, the fact that like they actually like go out and explore the world to like learn about it was really interesting so like mm -hmm. they're really like making an effort to tell you like yeah we want you to learn about this world rather than mm -hmm. it just being like yeah. something that the author lazily crafted up um it really showed that there was a lot of care put into it and a lot of heart put into it and so yeah. i really liked it yeah it's easy to establish the or how can i phrase this it's easy to do <laughs> to believe uh, it it's easy Naruto. to have those things like uh, communicated to you when yeah. it's being communicated to the characters as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. they're in the same situation. They don't know exactly what's going on either. Yeah. And that's yeah. really why Isekai is such an easy way to write fantasies is because like they're learning about the world when you are. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I also just, yeah. Echoing off of what you guys said. It's a good show. Good characters. Uh, yeah, everybody is. I, I don't want to get into it before spoilers and maybe, stuff. But yeah, maybe the easier way to go about this is: Would you guys recommend this show, and who would you recommend it to? I would, and anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd say if you like anime, watch this show. I really enjoy Overlord. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. I agree. I, yeah, I think it's there's. I mean, if you like fantasy, you're really gonna like Overlord. If you like isekai, you're really gonna like Overlord. If you like mm -hmm. Uh, interesting takes on maybe questionable morals. You're gonna like mm -hmm. Overlord. If you uh, like if, dark and gritty. You're gonna like Overlord. Yeah. If you if like you not like, dark and gritty, you're gonna like Overlord probably. Yeah. Uh, if you like good world building, you're gonna like Overlord. There's a yeah. there's just enough fan service that actually makes sense too. So yep. like it's kind of mm -hmm. and it's not it's done tastefully and it doesn't feel sleazy, which I liked. Yeah. Yeah. I know. There was never a point where, like, I thought, like, okay, this is too much fan service. Yeah. Everything in this show just kind of makes sense and just works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like Jay said, there's a lot of care put into it. So, yeah, big yeah. recommendation from me. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you guys also recommend it? Absolutely. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and here I thought I'd be the only one who liked it. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I'd recommend it to everyone, because there are going to be people that don't like it if their thing is, like, they like, like, um, cheesy romance right. or yeah. romantic comedies or things like that. But if you like action, world building, or fantasy isekai, any of those kind of things, or, like, dark yeah. uh, stories or interesting, like, I don't want to say psychological, but, like, on the, like, border of psychological. Yeah. If you get where I'm going. I do, yeah. Um, then, like, I think that this would pique your interest. I think maybe the easiest way to say it is, watch this, sh if you think you're not, if you're not going to like this show just because it's another isekai, it's worth it. It's not just another isekai. It's actually yeah. well done. Yeah. Yeah. What do there's you say, There's a reason boys? why there's been four, four seasons of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers? Spoilies? Let's Let's spoilies. Let's go to the spoilies. Spoily time. <laughs> this just in. It's spoiler time. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, we're going to go through the plot. Uh, we'll go through them um, through the arcs. And there are three primary arcs. The first being the Undead King arc, which is basically our introduction into the new world. Uh, Momonga, our main character, he... Uh, is just a regular salary man who plays uh, this MMORPG called y Yggdrasil? Yggdrasil? Yggdrasil, Yggdrasil yeah. Yggdrasil. Yeah. Uh, mm. And the game's about to be shut down, so he's just hanging out in his, in his guild a base for the last time. And then uh, as it shuts down, he gets transported to this new world along with the base and all of the NPCs who are in the base, who were designed by him and his compadres. His friends his guild mates uh, yeah. yeah so this this start is just kind of okay we need to understand the situation that we're in we need to figure out what the power level is in this area spoiler alert it's very low <laughs> everyone is weak yeah, yeah. everyone and, is an ant yeah and he, uh, our our main characters are very strong all of them are super strong yeah they're yeah. all yes. level 100 they're maxed out in yeah. in Yggdrasil and then i think based on some of the things that i've read like the highest power level is like maybe a 50 of anyone in the new world yeah so yeah, yeah they're they're op um <laughs> they're busted please nerf i <laughs> <laughs> i liked in this show how they tackled the he's hanging out in the mmo until the server shut down because that's something that does actually happen in real life too like yeah back in the day when like halo 2 shut down people were basically keeping the servers they they wouldn't shut off the servers until like the last person logged out so they just like people stayed in the servers and it just stayed up for like an extra several hours or whatever so that's mm -hmm. definitely something that actually happens and i don't know it resonates yeah, yeah it definitely felt like at least in a few areas where like the person who wrote it actually knows stuff about gaming. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. uh, I, 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 I remember in like, su uh, various fights, like before they start fighting, they'll just cast buffs on themselves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which that like, it's cool... something you actually do in an MMO. Yeah. 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 There's like <laughs> in a later episode, there's actually like a scene where he's casting like 17 different buffs yeah. before he goes to fight. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's totally something that you actually do. And they I never was actually the show same that thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was so cool. Uh, so yeah, all of the NPCs are basically, they all have pledged their loyalty to Momonga uh, because he was the only one of the original guild members who who stayed with them mm -hmm. 
they all had quit uh, well beforehand. Mm-hmm. Nothing really of note happens in this arc until Momonga's like watching these people on like a magic mirror, <laughs> basically. And that this village is getting attacked and he chooses to like go to the village and like save rescue it. them. Yeah. 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 And then that's when we get our first sense of like how much how much stronger he is and how yeah. <laughs> how like everything he does is just like god level compared to these yeah. Yeah. plebeian village folk. Yeah. And that's like, like the, that- the best part of the show, in my opinion, is just like how you're like he comes in and you already know he's gonna wreck house. Yeah. yeah. No, the it's best like, is like they, they give it a little up, bit of like a one punch man yeah, yeah a little bit. aspect to it they set up this like crystal that the one uh bad wizard has and he's like this is our trump card we won't use this unless <laughs> we absolutely have to and he's like you've i've deemed you necessary to use this our ultimate <laughs> super yeah. weapon <laughs> yeah. and he unleashes this gigantic like an- angelic thing and uh momonga's like oh my god I can't believe you guys, like, we, we set up this whole thing for this. This is laughable <laughs> how weak this yeah, thing is. Yeah. And then he just, like, one-shots it with, like, this little spell. It was Black Hole or something, right? Yeah, yeah it, was it was a Black, black hole. hole. And yeah. I love yeah. how in- inconsequential the Black Hole was. It just, like, mm-hmm. appears, sucks it up, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And he's just like, this is a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that's basically what it's all about. We just learn about uh Ainz as well and how he or sorry Momonga uh well at this yeah. point he does change his name to Ainz which yeah, is because yeah, the guild to, was to called see if there's anyone else the, anyone else from Yggdrasil who is mm. in this world yeah uh, the guild the guild the was name. called uh Ainzul Gon so he decided to take that name so that when he spreads his name around everybody knows oh or anybody from the game would say oh I know them yeah and then they would come and find him yeah uh yeah, so he changes his name to Einzul Gon. I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> I'm not sure either. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, honestly, name. the the first four episodes were basically just setting up the world, setting up him, setting up the characters, just all yeah. set up, and then like introductory it, and, exposition, really. Yeah, and then also kind of showing, oh wait, these guys are way stronger than everybody else around, <laughs> and also oh. he's a bad guy who's also a good guy at the same time. And that's yeah. kind of like a little conflict that's happening. That was something I yeah. wanted yeah. to do. That, that was the other thing I was going to say. The NPCs view Ainz as having like, he is incapable of doing anything wrong. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's their god, basically. And that really plays with uh, Ainz, who is like kind of self-conscious and is yeah. constantly second-guessing himself, even though Loki, he's like super smart as well and just as capable as anyone else. Yeah, but some sometimes he does he does feel like he's just winging it a little bit, and then yeah, well, like, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. like but remember when would. they're walking through the graveyard and uh, uh, what's her name like asks him a question. He's like, "Well, I, if I give you all the answers, then yeah. you're never gonna yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to figure this out for yourself." Yeah, and like uh, his what's the 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 dude that's in the floor guardians who's like a dark elf Demiurge. or something? Yeah, because like sometimes yeah. he's like he asks him. Oh no, I think it might be his his butler. He asks him what he's planning, and he's like, I wouldn't even bother to tell you because you're already 12 steps ahead of me. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but why sure, don't you yeah. tell everyone else just for yeah. the sake of this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's just, I like I that. And then, and then it'll cut to his internal dialogue, and he'll always be like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that was, really that's the major part of this is uh, he, like, just 
absentmindedly says, like, it would be nice to take over this world. And then Demiurge is like, done. We're going to take over this yeah, world. We're gonna take over like, yeah. yeah, not even a question. Yeah. <laughs> Demiurge is low key pretty good, too. That's Demiurge was, is great. He's yeah. he's the one who's like most guilty of like over like having that overconfidence in Ainz. Yeah. Like, like he's constantly him. like, yeah, every, he's constantly like, well, Lord Ainz knows exactly what to do. And he's like, yes, I do. Of course. Why don't you tell everyone what my grand plan is? I give you yeah. permission. Yeah. Who would you yeah. say is the most critical of Ainz then? Probably. I want to say big bug guy. Mm, no. Well, he, I mean, if, if we want to get into. to be like a, a samurai, like very he's, loyal. He's very yeah. like. Straight up, I'd say. Yeah. The one, like, if we want to get into, I guess, a little bit of spoilers going forward, the one who's most critical of him is actually... Uh, Albedo? No, no, no. Um, Pandora's actor. Oh, Because really? he's, programmed, he's programmed to, like, kind of second guess what Ainz does. And, yeah. like, he'll, he'll oh, provide okay. a bit more criticism. Not, like, in a bad way. Yeah. But, yeah. like, Which he is funny because the same he's way the that Ainz does. He's the one that was programmed by Ainz, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move into the next arc? Oh, one thing I want to quickly mention here that I yes. feel like we should mention is when he, before it actually transitions, he's like looking, transitions to this new world. He's like looking through all his character or his like NPCs settings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he, yeah. the classic scene, he rewrites, he sees in uh, Albedo's uh, description that she's a quote, bitch. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, yeah. So there's an interest. And then he rewrites it to say she loves. Uh, Momonga. Momonga, because yeah. basically he's like, ah, oh, that thing's going to die. It's all going to end right away. This is just a joke to my buddy because he programmed this character. I'm going to make his character love me as a joke. And then mm -hmm. it switches over and she loves him. And he's like, oh, God, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he feels like so how, guilty like, about it. Yeah, yeah. I like when when like she's like all over him and he's like, look, I changed your programming. The reason you love me is because I made you that way. And yeah. she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Yeah. But so? like, I, I love the guilt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's nice. And then, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. But anyways, yeah, cool. the Dark the Warrior part. arc is the next one where Ainz, or at this point, yeah, Ainz Ulgon, uh, yeah. goes into the town undercover as an adventurer with one of the uh, Pleiades battle maids, Nabarl Gama, your guys' favorite one. Na Nabe. Na Nar yeah. Yes, they go under the name Momon and Nabe. And, uh, again, even though Ainz is, like, a spellcaster and incapable of using swords, if he puts on this, like, enchanted armor, he can wield swords. And even then, he's still, like, outrageously strong. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they're on... Their first mission is to escort little Lil Boy with the Bangs. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, it starts with the P, I think. I'll look it up while you talk. Oh, it's, like, Nefuria or something there, like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they recruit another team of adventurers to basically help out just because Ainz, Ainz knows like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm well, strong, so but like we need more people. We need like someone who can, like we need a ranger. We need like a druid who can like Well, control. so what happened, well, what, what happened is like he signed up to be an adventurer to kind of like spread his name around. And uh, he, he couldn't read the, the, any of like the job postings because it's all on this like uh for our um foreign, foreign text language. that yeah. He, yeah um so he just goes up to the thing and he's like i'll take this and they're like oh that that quest is way too high for you and this this uh party comes up to him and says like hey if you can't uh if you like if there's no quest for you to take why don't you just go monster hunting with us mm -hmm. um and then uh the bangs guy comes up 
and says, um, uh, Neferia comes up and or says, like, I specifically requested you to do the quest for me uh, or to, like, take on uh, a mm-hmm. request. So uh, and he's like, well, I'm already doing something with them. So why don't I uh, like, why don't you tell me what you're doing and then I'll decide whether I want to help you or go with them. And then he just kind of like lets them come with because he didn't want to just abandon them. Mm, yeah, because he kind of felt bad because he was going to. Yeah. He basically was like, well, that's kind of a better quest. And then, yeah, like, I don't really want to ditch you guys. And they're like, no, yeah. no, we'll totally go with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the village that they're escorting Neferia to is just happens to be the village that Ainz just saved in the last arc. No way. No way. What a coincidence. What a small world. Yeah. yeah. So they all go there and they. <sighs> Again, Ainz shows how strong he is compared to everyone else. Like, he, like, yeah. one-hits a bunch of trolls and stuff, and they're all like, oh, my God. Oh, how? my God. How is he able to do that? Yeah. And we get a battle between Ainz and the, uh, oh, what do they call him? The, the king of the forest? The king of the forest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what was the, the big hamster's name? <laughs> he, uh, hum, 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 or something. Hamske yeah, or something. Hamanosuke. Like Hamanosuke. Hamanosuke. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, so he battles, battles in quotation marks, this uh, <laughs> king of the forest who's like a mythically strong beast. And all he does is like use that aura, like his intimidating aura on him. Yeah, like level and one. He just, yeah, and he just like gives up. He's just like, I can't fight you. You win. <laughs> so now they got a yeah. big hamster boy. So after they, Hamske, yeah. Yeah. Uh, after they help out uh, Neferia, they head back into town. And there's someone waiting for them in town who's come to kidnap Neferia for various reasons. Anyone? <laughs> Clementine comes to, yeah. to kidnap yeah. Neferia. She shows up at the uh, at the pharmacy, right? When uh, he goes with the rest of the adventurers. I think uh, Momonga just like says, like, you guys go on ahead. I think um, they yeah. set up Clementine a little bit before this too, right? Like they'd kind of yeah. shown that she's crazy and just likes killing people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like and there's some plan behind the scenes that's going on. And then on. she's got this item that nobody can wear. And then she hears that this pharmacist, uh, Neferia or whatever, can is has the ability because there's this thing called skill, some kind of skill thing where he has that he can mm-hmm. wear. He can use any magical item. So he's probably the only person in the world who can wear this item that they want to him to wear and it, the, what the item does is it generates a giant horde of uh undead skeletons basically mm-hmm. yeah so yeah they're lying in wait don't go ahead cole yeah so uh clementine comes to kidnap neferia but not only does she kidnap him she oh. slaughters the other adventurers brutally like brutal. yeah. like tortures yeah. them and everything and yeah. like when eins comes and discovers the whole scene he's even like this is what does he say messed up uh, untasteful or something yeah. something like that yeah yeah like he's I, I like loved this is how screwed up yeah i loved how uh it, like it doesn't hold back like you see yeah like it like he goes up to the to the girl adventure uh one of them spoilers turns out to be a girl um and like her one of her eyes is like gouged out and like well they mm-hmm. they said something earlier in the thing that their ability was something about their tears are super powerful so they showed yeah. the, the eye was gouged out and there was a bunch of tears running down from the eyes on her face. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh man, that is brutal. That was so mm-hmm. brutal. And then like everyone else in the party was like, became an undead. So he had to kill them all. He didn't yeah. even hesitate though. He yeah, like, no, he no. didn't. He just went for it. Heads off. Yeah. 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 Because uh, again, Ainz, now that he's 
in the body of this undead, he has mm. uh, what do they call it? Emotional dampening or something like that. Yeah, where yeah. like so he doesn't. He's starting to think like an undead, so he really yeah. has no issues with killing people. Yeah, and that's kind of where I was going with the uh, psychological thing from mm-hmm. uh, the spoiler-free portion, like. Um, whenever he like feels an intense emotion come on, his emotional dampening will uh, will activate, and it'll just like he'll go right back to like neutral calm. Yeah, yeah. and you literally see it activate because it's like this green like aura yeah. that kind of covers him, and then he yeah. just goes back to being like calm, cool, overlord, collected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, Eins isn't like totally evil. He won't just like kill people for fun. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. I should specify yeah. that. Like he's he's definitely evil, but he's not like chaotic evil he's like yeah lawful he's like evil? lawful evil almost yeah like he's yeah. got yeah. more of like a methodic uh uh aspect to his mm-hmm. um, he's not to, like sadistic yeah I, he's honestly like just true neutral i would say like just if neutral. it serves him to kill somebody he will but if yeah. he doesn't have a reason he even, to he, he won't. even says yeah. uh to clementine in that fight like if uh if the situation went in a certain way i probably would have done the same thing yeah, yeah. this is actually yeah. a good point in the conversation for me to drop something that i thought was really cool about this show uh right. watching this show i was like watching it and thinking man this all just feels like D D a little bit doesn't it yeah, yeah. so i act and like if yeah. you like D D, there's a lot of like classic character tropes and like it really just feels mm-hmm. like a D campaign. Yeah, Apparently, I think the, the author, author was, a- was actually, Jay almost stole my fact from me there. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the author actually wrote this while he was waiting because his campaign was like dying and his, was having a hard time getting his friends together to actually come over and play D&D. So he mm-hmm. wrote this story. So it is. Yeah. I almost like, stole your thunder. I'm sorry. The whole, the whole concept of Ainz being an overlord. He's not an overlord in the sense that he's like the lord who rules mm-hmm. these people. That's his like class. Yeah, he's yeah. an he's a undead lich, he's a overlord. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is it's really neat. Like you can open up the D and D manual and like that's in yeah. there. It's in there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's, There's a lot of Easter cool. eggs like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they uh, find out where they're keeping Nefiria to go and rescue him because the, that's still his job. No. Yeah. No. His grandma no, hired so, him. Yes. Grandma. Yeah. Remember because he so basically. The grandma, yeah. Yeah, like she it. begs him to like go rescue her grandson. And he's like, "Give me everything." Yeah, it'll cost and you. She she gets she gets angry and she eventually like says, "Okay, I'll give you everything. Just go save my grandson." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, go goes to show like he's he's not doing this because he's being nice. Like yeah. he's doing it because. He he has something to gain out of it. And they well, yeah. they even showed it early on, like when he rescued the village initially, like he just said, like, um, like it starts off with him saying, like, I rescued you. And then there's a pause. And then he's like, for a price. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and he, he I think he says in that part there that basically he figures out that if he just does things for the, out of the goodness of his own heart, people almost don't trust him. But yeah, as soon as he like skeptical. Asks, yeah. yeah. As soon as he comes off a little more evil and a little more like realistic then they're like mm-hmm. oh, okay i get yeah. it now. yeah yeah so they find uh Nefiria with clementine and this other like evil wizard dude and uh momon is like okay nabe you take care of the wizard guy i'm Make gonna sure take you... care of... go ahead yeah he's like uh take care of the wizard guy also uh be careful of above you i'm gonna go deal with uh clementine yeah and i'm gonna go deal with clementine and at this point they're kind of like nerfing themselves a little bit yeah yeah yeah. they're just toying with them yeah don't use any don't use any magic that's like above tier four or tier three 
or something yeah. like that, which is like yeah. as high as yeah. as anyone can cast. Mm-hmm. So try to stay so, under the cover, kind of. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So the uh, evil wizard guy summons this blue eyes His white blue dragon. Eyes dragon. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> It's Red a skeletal dragon, dragon, skeletal dragon, yeah. undead dragon, and the skeletal yeah. dragon is immune to magic lightning attacks. <laughs> and unfortunately, Nabe—that's her speciality. That is her yeah. her thing. So she just decides, well, I'm just going to beat the crap out of this dragon, which is kind <laughs> of a cool scene. Kind of yeah. does. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So she just like straps the sheath to her sword and just like starts wailing on it. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. she can't beat it. Yeah. Uh, but Yet. the, uh, well, I mean, the fight's kind of going her way, but then the yeah. wizard, like, summons his A second, second blue eyes white dragon. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, meanwhile, Ainz and Clementine are just kind of having a fight. Fighting. Yeah. Ha- having a bit of a fight, and Ainz is like, I'm not going to fight you seriously. And that's kind of his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point... Ayn sees the dragons and he's like, oh, is that why you said, or is that why she can't win? And Clementine's like, yeah, they're immune to to magic. So like, she's doomed to lose and you're going to lose here and I'm going to kill you and all of that. So then Ayn's just yells like, uh, show them the power of Nazarek or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Show them then, the true might of Nazarek or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So then uh, and she's all like, oh, heck yeah. 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 Nabe, Nabe <laughs> just like, st- like. Turns into full on, yeah. yeah, full on like magical girl transformation. Yeah, except into like <laughs> into, a demon creature, like battle maid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it turns out that these dragons are only immune to magic up to like tier four. Yeah, and I think it was seven or something. It, uh, yeah, it was something seven because like because like humans can't use tier seven or above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she so, can. <laughs> she can. <laughs> yeah. So like she does like tier nine or something like that. Yeah, and just yeah. wipes these dragons. Yeah, and they yeah. all turn to dust. Yeah. She yeah, even so like she it even opens where like she teleports behind uh the the old wizard, stabs him and she and he's like, Oh, I see, so this is your trump card and he's like and she's like, No, I was no. just toying with you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just wanted, I wanted to, to show sh- you that I can kill you at any time. Yeah. Yeah. So then Ainz at that same time just like drops a sword and just like assumes T pose. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. absolute alpha and lets Clementine attack him. So she goes right for his face. Right for eye the holes. uh right the for the chink in the armor. Because yeah. I think I don't think you mentioned, but he's still in his uh he's disguised Momon himself armor. as that the yeah, the Momon armor, which is where he's mm-hmm. just like basically a swordsman. She yeah. doesn't know that he's a spellcaster at this point. Yeah. So then she attacks him sticks the swords in his face and then he's then he reveals like okay i'm actually not this guy i am an undead undead. overlord undead lich i think it was well that's what she says and he's like basically that's basically what i am yeah uh and then he crushes her to death (laughs) yeah that was brutal that was a brutal scene and then Mm -hmm. he's like basically like uh, this is gonna hurt a lot. I'm gonna crush you. It doesn't matter whether I die. You die by me crushing you, by me using a spell on you, by me cutting your head off. It doesn't matter because in the end you're still gonna be dead. Well, and didn't it's gonna he hurt even a say? Because didn't you hurt my friends, like, basically. Uh, yeah, didn't yeah. he? Well, didn't he even say like, uh, um, like I don't like you're not even worth me using magic on you. No, it was yeah. that he was gonna kill her with the uh, the dagger that those that that party had. Yeah. Right. And he said if yeah. you were any if you were any weaker, I would have just used this. Yeah. But then he says what difference does it make whether I stab you or yeah. crush you? Death by broken bones <laughs> or death by 
Yeah. Ruptured organs. What difference does it make? That was and brutal. Like, that even, was yeah. Like you before she even dies, like you see the blood come down her eyes, like through. Well, that's because she was like smashing her her face yeah. into him. Yeah, she's to trapped. Try and get she's holding away. her against. She's he's holding her against him, mm-hmm. and she's like. Then she's you could just see on her face. She's like, oh no, I've messed up. Yeah, and yeah. Then she very satisfying. Up. Very satisfying. Yeah. Overlord's good at that, like establishing yeah. this like super super evil character, and then Eins comes and just like. So cathartic. I, yeah. I listened to uh, a review by Mother's Basement on this, and he basically, yeah, exactly what you said. He does. They do a good job in this show because normally you'd be like, "Oh, here we go. Eins is gonna just be a big badass again, and he's gonna win." But because they set up the villains to be so hateable, and like you, you want them to get defeated so badly. Yeah. That, like you're like sitting there, you're like, "Oh, just you wait, just yeah. you wait. He's gonna get yeah. you." And then when he yeah. dies, you're like, "Yes." Yeah. Even though yes. realistically you should be kind of bored with it because you already yeah. know he's going to win, right? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. neat. It's kind of a neat way they did it. But it's, it's more the like same thing uh, as like One Punch Man, like, yeah. like Jay said. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just like One Punch Man. Yeah. yeah. But there's one more arc, the last one. And I kind of like how they set this one up. It was like a post credit scene at the end of this mm-hmm. uh, Dark Warrior arc. Yeah. yeah. Like they're in that in, temple in the. Yeah. Uh, in the middle, in the middle of this whole arc, he like gets a communication from one of the uh, people over at Nazarick. And he's like, not now. I'll deal with whatever you, you have to say later. <laughs> yeah. So then and at the end like, of this uh, arc. Contact Albedo when, uh, when yeah, you have a second. Yeah. At the end of the arc, he, he contacts Albedo and he's like, okay, what's going on? And she's like. Out of nowhere, uh, Shaltier Bloodfallen has turned against us. End of episode. End of episode. Yeah. It's like, yeah, what? Such a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine if you were watching this weekly. Yeah. I. That'd we should crazy. note that Shaltier is the strongest of the Floor Guardians as well. Yeah. I'm not sure if that yeah. gets, like, established. Like, nobody else would be able to beat her one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in physical so, combat or something, I think they say. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. just... Yeah. Ba- she's balanced for specifically combat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they go and they investigate everything and somehow okay no 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 no. then we go back it's a flashback to mm-hmm. uh we have sebas the butler one of the battle maids shaltier and then her like undead brides are all on like this mission i'm not really sure what the whole point of the mission was yeah it was kind of i think it was just they're <laughs> trying to fit basically is i think a continuation of his original plan of like going and figuring out what's going on in this new world probably yeah. Yeah. That seems so, like the overarching plot is they trying get, to figure out what's going on. They get yeah. ambushed on the road in this carriage, and of course that ambush ends about as well as you'd think it would with the Nazarick people. Well, honestly, it was just Shaltier who slaughtered everyone. Uh, and then she has this this thing, this class uh, penalty called uh, what, what, Blood Frenzy, something like that, where she just loses her mind. She gets super strong and loses her mind. Yeah, and she turns into that, like, crazy vampire mode, right? Yeah, so yeah. over the course of this, she she kind of revs herself up more and more, and then she comes up against, like, this party of uh, good guys, I'll put in quotation marks, because they're the bad guys, uh, and somehow they have some kind of world item that... Uh, like, brainwashes her. Brainwashes yeah, was, her. like he says, it was able to mind control her. Yeah. And yeah. it's unusual because as an undead vampire, she should have a resistance to, to mind control. Yeah. But it yeah. turns out like, it's just such a strong mind control, right? From that world mm-hmm. level item. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, because so, they explain that the world level items are items that are capable of altering the world itself. Yeah. 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 And they're items so, from, from the game. Yeah. 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 So 
she is being brainwashed in this field. So they go and they find her and uh, they try and he tries to use an item that grants any wish. I'm not really sure how that would work in the game, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so he tries to just like reverse all of her. Uh, what was the term? It should, it should basically cure status abnormalities. Is what, like, status the ailments. Term would be. Yeah. 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 So he tried to do that, but it didn't work. So then he's like, oh, yeah. sh- oh, shit. Let's get this out of here. Something big. Yeah. 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 So then they figure out that she's base. She was brainwashed, but they had to the, whoever brainwashed her had to run away. So she's just been standing there without any like orders. Mm hmm. So she just stands there. So they figure out that if she she won't do anything unless she's attacked. But yeah, she's that was like, like the pa- only order she had, right? Was yeah. attack whoever attacks you. Yeah. yeah. And she's far too strong to just like leave there. <laughs> yeah. So Eins goes to the vault and picks up all of these other world items that he's going to use that he needs to fight Shaltier. Again, it goes yeah. to show how strong she is. And we meet the best best character in the whole show <laughs> yeah pandora's actor and, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think he Honestly? says too that sorry i'm just gonna quickly interrupt uh, go for it he basically says like listen i i have to go fight shaltier i'm gonna do it by myself she's so strong that i might not win this one actually yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly yeah and albedo kind of brings up the point he's like or she's like why don't we all just attack her because like if yeah if all of us attack her we can we can beat her and he kind of comes up with like this excuse about how he has to do it but in his head he he thinks because he doesn't want to watch these creations of his friends kill each other yeah so that's part that's that's also partially why he has to go do it himself Mm -hmm. i saw a thing that in the light novel it explains that he sees the uh level guardians and the maids and stuff as basically the children of his friends so that Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah, exactly that's kind of how i saw it too like the relationship that they yeah because all of the floor guardians kind of retain a bit of the personality traits of their creators as well yeah yeah Yeah. so he he views them as similar to his friends as well Mm -hmm. yeah so we next we're going out and eins is gonna fight shaltier and this is the part where Michael mentioned he's just buffing himself up. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's it's honestly like a like... two-minute scene where he's just, like, casting stuff on himself. He just casts, like, a bunch himself. of buffs on himself to yeah. get ready for this fight. He's, he's just doing what you do in video games where you stand yeah. just outside of, like, the range and just, like, cast a bunch of buffs and take a bunch mm-hmm. of potions and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then, yeah, so then, then he goes he, in. Yeah, then he goes in with, like, a super-tier magic spell. <laughs> yeah, like, he, like, just blows the up strongest thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it and just it like doesn't... creates a giant crater in in the um, uh, in the field, and it does nothing to her. Well, it hurts her. her. Yeah, but it like hurts her. Realistically, yeah, it... like it, 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 she just like regenerated from it, and she was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, the, through the they fight a bit, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and through the fight, she, he does kill her at one point, but he has she has that item that brings her back to life. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he does, he has to basically win twice mm-hmm. and... Which is uh, like a video game. Which feels like a video yeah. game thing. Yeah, right? yeah, it feels yeah. it feels like that one time Jay kept playing that boss battle over yeah. and over and over <laughs> yeah. again. And, and she has that lance too, the pipette lance that can suck health from him, which is... Yeah. Uh, that mm-hmm. felt like a video game thing too. Yeah, yeah. if she hits, hits with an attack, she gains yeah. back the HP. It felt like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, they fight a bit and then in the end... 
Eins wins. Eins wins. <laughs> yeah. This is one thing that I found weird, though. He basically says, I knew this is how this would go in the end because you're going to mm. basically use up all your abilities at the beginning and then I'll win. But like, yeah. I felt like that kind of conflicted a little bit with the... Up to this point, he's been kind of a bit... I don't want to say bumbling, but like he's kind of acted like he knew what he was doing, but when he really didn't. But then well, that's the, the thing. This one, yeah. That's that's the thing with Eins is that he thinks that he's bumbling around, but he's actually pretty capable. Like, yeah, yeah, really he's, capable. He's yeah. very calculating. He's and don't forget, like he was one of the best players at this game. Well, yeah, he, he was, was the in. guild. Like he was the leader. He was of the a guild. guild leader. And yeah. yeah, again, like this is all like backward world building stuff. But Eins will go in the guild was like the eleventh strongest guild in yeah. the in the yeah. game. No, he's yeah. actually pretty strong. Mm. But he also yeah. explains too that that the reason he was able to predict what she was doing is because he he's actually of all the floor guardians the most familiar with her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, after well, he, uh, after after he beats her, yeah, yeah. He also told her like uh, if if you weren't or if you were more cautious, I probably would have had a harder time beating you. Yeah, I would have lost. Yeah, yeah, he would have yeah. lost. He said if you just opened with that. I don't even remember what it was called. That like weird doppelganger thing that she sends out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she would have just opened with that, he, he would have lost. He would have lost. But yeah. he yeah. knew that she's like kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he read her like a book, actually. He actually, yeah. Yeah. he did what you'd expect the overlord to do, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I mean, it, it also like, like we were saying, it makes sense because he knew the, like he was friends with the people who literally created them. Yeah, yeah, so like exactly. he knows them in and out. Yeah. So to wrap up the plot, uh, we go back to Nazarick, and part of this is to see if he can revive people. Yeah, because he's not and sure at this point, right? Yeah, it turns out mm-hmm. he can. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. needs a lot how of gold. Much, how much gold does it take, Jay? Uh, enough to enough. He had enough. <laughs> he had a lot of gold. It's a lot. It's like five hundred million in the or something. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was a lot of gold. There's literal uh, like so, piles of it. So how much was it, Cole? Six hundred million, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your final million. answer? Yeah, yeah, that'll be my final answer. Uh so they're able to revive her, and all's well that ends well. She doesn't remember anything though about who who brainwashed her. So the mystery's yeah. still out on on who has this item. And there's kind of like a little scene that shows maybe like a little teaser for the next season, with uh, there's some basically like men sitting in a room talking about how someone managed to defeat her and no one should be able to defeat her i don't mm-hmm. i don't i haven't seen further so i don't know if that actually is setting up stuff or not oh yeah the the like priests from the slain theocracy who were talking yeah. about what happened yeah 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 that's setting stuff up that's kind of introducing you to these yeah the other powers in the world mm-hmm. so um, uh so now that the... we're done the plot oh i was just gonna say okay uh, go ahead it was for the total amount to revive Shaltier, it cost million. 500 million. Yeah. Ooh. Nailed it. Uh, we also forgot two important pieces of the plot in this last episode. Yeah. When Shaltier is revived, she is missing her boob padding because she actually asks, Yes. Where have my breasts gone? Yes. Oh, I, I just interpreted that as her saying that to be like, Funny. Oh, no, my breasts yeah. are gone. No. You <laughs> screwed up the. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was a funny scene, and she's like, oh, no, I'm naked. Usually they're so much bigger, because, like, there's a big yeah. joke in the whole thing where everyone's like, yeah. you pat, you pad your, your chest, you fool. Yeah, yeah. like, even uh, there yeah. was a guy that went up to her and was like, you're pretty well endowed, and, he, and she's like, you don't touch me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the bad things happen to that guy. 
Yeah. I, I thought that was one of the best parts of the show, though, was the little how the the floor guardians interact with each other, mm-hmm. like how uh, Albedo and uh, Shaltier kind of like have like this little rivalry to try to basically secure the love of Ainz and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess this yeah, is kind of like <laughs> a bit of a transition into the characters part. But, I, yeah. mm-hmm. I like how they were having that fight about like who who was going to marry Ainz and then they both yeah. just agreed like. Well, we'll both marry him. Yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> now course. we're going to yeah. now we're going to discuss who will be the head wife. Yeah, <laughs> and then Ein at the same time is kind of like I am undead now, so I have no desire to marry or anything. Yeah, yeah. or he to also produce like has, an heir. He yeah. also had like absolutely no experience with a girl yeah. in his previous life. Yeah. So like, there's yeah. there was there was no no chance yeah. for either of them. He was a loser, like yeah. me, like I, us. Yeah, I, I kind of think, honestly, this show, the characters, is where it really shines. Like, that's really oh, f- what you're watching the sure. show for yeah. at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, the dynamics yeah. between the characters and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. They set up uh, enough characters in this show for, like, you could go 50 episodes and not run out of... And I guess they do, because there's four seasons going right <laughs> now, right? But, yeah. yeah, you could go a long way with just the characters they set here up here and not introduce new people, and you wouldn't get bored. And they're all, yeah. like, interesting and unique, which is and great. And, like, yeah. it, it's... It like Overlord's not even done. Like I, I doubt we're gonna get to the end after season four because nope. the novel's not done. Yeah, no. So there's well, still more to come. Spoiler alert for season four: there's a new character from Nazarek that's being introduced next week. Oh, interesting! Like oh. another new. Like they they cut this <laughs> character out prior to this that's oh. coming in. Oh, so, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, it's uh, there's lots of characters in the show, and that's that's really what. Like, it's an ensemble cast. Like, Ainz yeah, is, of yeah, course, yeah. the main character. We yeah. get his views internally. But all and of then, these characters make up a great cast, yeah. And yeah. kind of, the, the, their motivations and stuff all make sense, too. Like, they, they're they pretty simple when you really get down to it, but, like, because they're mm-hmm. it's because they're NPCs that came to they're life, tropes. basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're they're basically yeah. tropes that were made by... A bunch of weebs. weebs. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of losers. Like I was mm-hmm. saying in, like, the spoiler-free section, like, everything in this show just makes sense even though it's kind of mm-hmm. like it it's the typical trope but it makes sense in the context because they actually thought about it a bit yeah they took the time to set it up properly yeah well any other thoughts on characters or plot no i think uh yeah no, i, I think we basically covered it i, I think, think we just need to important. discuss who our best boy and girl are though that's right i think that's very important uh who yes. wants to lead off Mikey? uh let's go with mike oh i get to go first uh, I think we should run through best boy. I guess, you know what? I'll just say them both. Let's just make it easier. Best boy in this one. How do you pick anyone other than Ainz? I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I will pick someone other than Ainz. I'm going to say Hamanosuke or whatever is. Hamske. <laughs> Hamske. <laughs> Hamske is best boy in this one. And best nice. girl is going to be Shaltier. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. I, I could see an argument for Albedo, but I don't think she was really... She didn't do enough in the first season. I'm yeah. thinking maybe later on she might play more of a role or there might be like more to do with her. Especially when there's a whole arc centering on Shaltier. It was pretty pretty good. I also yeah. liked Nabe a lot because I kind of always like the the mean character a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Jake. I mean, that's you like? just your wife. Jay, that's my wife. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> uh Cole, Jay. who oh. No, Mike already I asked, asked you. you. Oh, okay. Nice Hi. Try. Um, <laughs> uh, for best boy, I don't know what it is about him, but uh, I was 
interested in Sebus and I want to know more about him. Yeah, yeah, Sebus was cool too. Um, he just like I don't know why he just like seems very different from the other characters in Nazarick. Um, he's, and I'm he's I, one I'm, of the only he's one of the only Nazarick characters who is like lawfully good. Yeah, so like I'm very interested to learning more about him. Um, and he, because of what you said and because of just like the intrigue that he gave off. I'm going to say he's my best boy. I've heard in the second season that there's some kind of cool plot development stuff that happens with him too. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, to learn more about him and then yeah. best girl. I'm going to be very basic. Uh, Albedo, uh, just Ooh. like her, I, I love her personality. Like just like from the, um, like her, like kind of domineering personality, but like into like, an almost yandere love for Momonga. Like, it's very... Uh, it's very Gap it's f- Moe? Yeah, very Gap Moe. <laughs> Jay loves his Gap Moe. I love... Okay, Gap Moe is like... Mm, mm. Save it for the it's Gap so Moe podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we will discuss this off air. <laughs> Cole? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, for best boy, I kind of have to echo what Mike said with... How do you pick anyone other than Eins? Uh, I'm staring at Pandora's actor right I'm now. I'm gonna and I pick Pandora's this... actor. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pick anyone other than Eins? None of us pick Eins. Well, I mean, like, I'm gonna. I feel like he, in we're hosting forward... a podcast, so I kind of have to pick somebody who like people wouldn't expect. Yeah, yeah. I think going forward, we just shouldn't be allowed to pick MC. Just shouldn't I be allowed. I think that's. Yeah, I think, I think that's. I think MC is fine as long as it's not just like I pick MC because they're the MC. You know. Yeah, but you're always gonna pick MC. Yeah, you, MC. you relate with them yeah. and you understand their their yeah. opinions and we'll everything. We'll discuss yeah. this off air. Off air yeah. <laughs> uh, for best girl, Shaltier. Nice. I just find Shaltier more interesting than Albedo. I Albedo think so basically too. boils down to. I love Eins. I love Eins. I love Eins. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm yeah. very basic. Okay. <laughs> no, and Shaltier, Shaltier, like evolves a bit and like going yeah. forward she feels a lot of guilt for like what happened here yeah so okay. she's constantly trying to like uh it's not that much of a spoiler to say this she's constantly trying to like uh prove her worth again yeah, yeah. that I, in, the, I, in the next seasons i think that the real reason you picked her is because you like vampire girls i do like vampire girls she's got a fang yeah <laughs> well fang i mean She's got a little thing. Albedo yeah, is yeah. very good. Like, there's they're no wrong answer, good. honestly. It's, they're both A tier. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. like, yeah. realist, I just think, like what you said, Shaltier just has, there's more flavor to her. Like, she has more mm, personality. more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. Um, I just didn't really connect enough with Shaltier in season one. And maybe that'll change as the story goes, but Albedo just uh, uh, yeah. captured my heart more. Again. Jay, there's no wrong answer. Yeah, yeah there's no all wrong good. answer here. Yeah, yeah, yeah important no. important question for you both, because Jay, when did you stop Overlord? Uh, you dropped I, it at a certain point. I dropped like after episode three of season two. Okay, and Mike, you've obviously haven't seen any of it. Are you going to continue watching? I will continue watching. I was going to continue watching very soon. Actually, I wanted to not. <laughs> I intentionally didn't watch any further because I wanted to keep it pure for this episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jay. So this is where I drop my surprise here. Today I purchased volume one of the light novel. We knew it. Today, we knew big, <laughs> big overlord guy. 
I heard the I've uh, heard the light novel is better than the anime actually. Yeah, th- yeah that's because like, it's it's such a rich world. Yeah, so like yeah. I'm very excited to seeing how these characters develop um how like and I was kind of alluding to that by saying like I'm interested in seeing where they go from here and, and that I'm interested in seeing like how they're fleshed out in the novel and how mm-hmm. um like how how they develop in yeah. in the novel as well. So um yeah, I'm definitely continuing it. Right. Yeah. I have I have volume fourteen uh waiting for me at, at work. Oh nice. I got nice. it shipped to me. So I'm I'm continuing nice. where the anime is right now. Uh that'll look for, great on your shelf. I think it will. Especially considering those books. They're Nice hardcover bo- uh, Ooh, light nice. novels. They're nice. Uh, ratings. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta no, get through up. this quick. Uh, <laughs> based on our five rating, our five tier system, I'd put it between supporting and protagonist. Okay. Uh, I'll put protagonist. And I'll for, go for it. Okay. Yeah. For the people who don't know our rating system, those are protagonist, supporting, background, henchman, and antagonist. So those are just what type of character trope we'd assign the show to. I am also, I'm somewhere between protagonist and supporting. Uh, so I'm going to go protagonist with this one. Mm. Like it's not a 10 out of 10, you but it's what? definitely, yeah. it'd be like a nine. Yeah. I'm going to well, give way it I supporting. Changing my mind. I, so the way I see it is, and uh, so it's like uh, antagonist is one, two, henchman three, four, background five, six, supporting seven, eight, protagonist nine, ten. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, as for my own rating, I would have to agree with Mike, and I will give it a supporting. And you already typed it in for oh, me. Good. Job. <laughs> I accidentally typed your, mine into your spot. Uh, yeah. Like I don't know if you agree with me, but like the plot and the characters and all that stuff are all really, really good. They're all sup- protagonist mm-hmm. level. Yeah. But just kind of like the parts where it lacks, like the animation and the weird yeah. janky CG and stuff, kind of you got to de- factor that in. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely no, like that's the definitely anime fair. itself yeah. that suffers, but like the plot that was written in the light novel is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess cor- I'm, I guess what I'm saying is like the, the plot and the characters are good enough that it kind oh, of doesn't really, it. that's not what much? I think about. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't yeah. think about no, the that's janky totally fair. That's yep. totally fair. CGI. Yep. Uh, but whether you agree or disagree, you can find us on Twitter. The podcast has a Twitter called Annie Pro Pod. Annie Pro Pod. Yes, sir. (laughs) Sorry. I I like jumped into this before I was ready. It's like jumping into a cold pool. Yeah. Annie Pro Pod. That's A-N-I-P-R-O-P-O-D. Or you can follow me personally, Cole. That's Annie Pro Cole. A-N-I-P-R-O-C-O-L-E. Jay, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at jgardian, J-A-Y-G-A-R-E-D-I-A-N. And Mike, where can they find you? You can find me at Gritty Gundam, G-R-I-T-T-Y-G-U-N-D-A-M on Twitter. And also, we have Instagram, TikTok as well. They're also AnniProPod. That's right. Yeah, uh, go if follow you us could, there. Yeah, if you could leave a like, review, subscribe, no matter where you're listening to us, whether it's youtube or apple Podcasts, spotify wherever it is uh leave a like subscribe it helps us out a lot and of course come to our discord play mu die with us yeah it's a lot or of just fun. chat with us about anime we love chatting with people about anime or yeah. gaming jay or loves gaming. talking about gaming yeah or gaming. i live in the yeah. game corner <laughs> random stuff like staying yeah. in a haunted castle or penitentiary oh, yeah. or whatever it was. like a prison or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, links to all of that stuff is at our link tree. That's linkter.ee slash AnniProPod. Uh, next time on the podcast, we are doing a tournament again. The classic tournament, but this time it's going to be all villains. 
baddies. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. That'll be fun next week. But until next week, we say as we do at the end of every episode of the Anime Protagonist Podcast, bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.